starting your business and not sweating on the small stuff, we're going to take you back to 2002 when I was the ripe old age of 23 and starting the business and talk about the ebbs, flows and lessons that we learned in business. Stay tuned. So listen up. <laughs> um, gosh, 23, 23 when Mark started Novak Properties. Um, we're not going to go into the whole story about how it all happened. We have told it before, but why this is so fresh in our mind is we were out at dinner last night with the amazing Josh and Soph Tesselin. We went out for dinner. Power duo. Yeah, we had a beautiful night, actually. We went to uh, to Mr. Wong's. Never disappoints, does it? Mate, I tell you that? what, at Justin Hem's restaurant, it just never disappoints. What a guy. It's definitely a property play, though, that he's, he's, yeah. he's clever in so many ways. So, you know, the properties that he owns there and the business that he runs are just, wow. Yeah, phenomenal. Wow, Absolutely wow. phenomenal wow. food. He was young when he started. Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah. But there was uh, certainly no shortage of conversation, that's for sure. Um and, yeah. uh, and before we went to dinner, I was on the phone to um, chat a little gentleman, Tate Brownlee, another legend. Yep. Um, I think he's in the Tweed Coast, um, you know, jogging him through our business and his business. And um, it's pretty interesting. We all, it's all the same trials and tribulations in it with it, that we all have. You trials know. and tribulations. Yeah, lots of them. You so, know. And we were, we were, you know, just having a chat really about Novak and how it all started. But 23, Mark. I, I have to just draw back to what it is to be 23. Um, we have a daughter who's 25, and I cannot imagine. I can, and she's a super smart girl. She works in advertising, but I just can't imagine her running her own business, managing people, looking after all of those responsibilities that come along with running your own business. So this morning, guys, we're just going to share with you the some of the trials and tribulations we've gone through um, in our business when uh, at the grand old age of 23, we were just little kids. Can I give someone advice that's thinking about starting their business? The most powerful thing about starting your business is what you don't know. Yes, isn't it? Because when you're 20 to 30... <laughs> Yeah. You don't know so much. The unknown. And that unknown makes you so much more courageous. It makes you so much more uh, fresher and ready to go. Yeah. It's actually a really good thing. So if you're ever doubting yourself, um, uh, and this go, this also goes for salespeople in the business because it's like a business within a business. Yeah. It goes for all different businesses. Um, I think you can beat yourself up going, well, you know, don't have a degree. Um winding it back to real estate most of us um uh, real estate owners were naughty schoolboys with no degrees um and that that uh dumbness or freshness or or youth or i don't know what you want to call it the lack of uh you know it's quite powerful you can harness well, you've that got and that channel grunt. that yep. you've got you've got this grunt i've yep. just seen animals just tuned in we haven't seen you in ages hey. now here's some great business owners and i want i'd love to hear your comments animal i know that you Another and couple. your hubby 
yep, started your real estate business as well. So guys, for those of you that have tuned in this morning, we are talking about the trials and tribulations of when we started Novak at yeah. the very ripe age of 23. You're fearless, Mark. No regrets. You are absolutely fearless, aren't you? Who, me? No, it, we, you know, when, you, when you're starting a business at 23, Mark's not listening. You can see he's multitasking. He's not listening. Running the comments. Did you hear what I said? No. I'm fearless. <laughs> fearless. You know, when we started the business People at 23. People are fearless when they start business. Yeah. And that's because they don't know. And that, no, again, right. going back to that lack of knowledge is actually power. It's power. Yep, definitely is. Um, there's, You know, let me ask you this, Mark. Are there things that you would have done then at 23 that you wouldn't have done now? Uh, you know, I, I often thought about the, um, the sheer amount of work um, that I just, I couldn't help to think that I was going to regret um, because that's the way society's programmed. So working those hours, uh, you know, the first 13 years was seven days a week um, and you got kids, you know, like... Yeah, you know, and it's like, is it, is it going to be? A, we, had kiddie, a, a, we had kiddies young. Had them young, and it was yeah. like, are, are we going to be dropping the ball with the kids? And there's always that regret. Uh, sorry, not regret. There was that concept of regret mm. that I was always, I was always like, shit. I the hope guilt. the guilt, the, the guilt, and it was always like, you know, I hope this is going to work. I hope this is going to work. But I, I, I think that. But I knew that you were with the kids when they were particularly young yeah. and like really young. And I was like, nah, Lisa's got that covered. I just got, you know, I've got to pull my shit on this end. Well, that, that was exactly mm. how we ran, guys. So Mark would work seven days a week when the business opened and Mark was 23. And I was at home with a little, a little baby. Um, but we just juggled it, and I was always very, very understanding. Yeah, this is a big thing. Yeah, this is a big one. Because I had someone contact me the other day, and uh, they said to me, oh, me and my partner have just broken up because my partner didn't like the fact that I was at work seven days a week um, and working really, really long hours. And, you know, they said, what, you know, did you ever have these issues? And I my answer to them was I was always extremely understanding that Mark had to work. I mean, that's how I met Mark. I met Mark when he was working seven days a week. And I always knew that, you know, Monday nights were going to be late nights. Um, Sundays we, you know, I would be spending them on my own. Um, again, you know, we had a little, we had a little child. So, um, you know, I knew that you wouldn't finish up work until about three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So that was just how it was. And I think, you know, and I'm sure, and Mole, you'll agree with me, as a partner, you've got to be understanding. You've got to realise that that's just kind of how it is uh, if, you wanna, if you want to, you know, run and build a successful business. And I think the goals were centralised. So I did that yeah. part there. Yeah, well said. You did that part there. And all those goals converged and came together. So it was always like the cause, the cause, we're doing it for the cause. And I remember when we were... Uh, really really early on in the business purchased a family home and and it was like this is just the dumbest thing to do because <laughs> the 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 the, the weren't there to buy a home it, technically we shouldn't be buying it but then again the goals were centralized so we i knew we knew that the family needed 
uh, a family home, especially when this, uh, Jade was coming along, our second one, and it was like had to be done, got to be done, centralised goals. Yeah. But also, you know, working hard and then I guess rewarding ourselves with things like that. We yeah. weren't rewarding ourselves with silly things. It was like, well, we're a hardworking family. family. Of course, we need a nice family home. Yeah. And so, you know, work then working we hard for that. We need nice. We just need bigger. Nothing bigger. That's right. No, yeah. Nothing. Nothing drives you harder than when you've got a whole lot of debt, um, and you've got mortgages to pay, and you've got wages to yeah. pay, and you've got rent to pay. Nothing's yeah. going to get you out of bed quicker. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and we had a lot of that at a very, very, very young age. And I think I think a wandering mind is dangerous. And I, and I I think that even I'm always saying that you know, and yeah. what they say, an idle mind is the devil's playground. I think that we were always busy, 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 and you you think this is shit that I'm so busy. But the beauty in that, in your own business, in your business, is that. Um, you're just so focused. You you can't wander. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. head down, bum up, head down, bum up, go, go, go. And um, I was talking to um, to another mate yesterday and, and I was just saying, mate, it's great. You know, you, you, you know, just chew. Um, I remember um, Norm Evangelator's family friend when I started the business, this is probably one of the, one of the biggest pieces of advice that's echoed yeah. in my mind. Norm said, I said Norman, and Norm was pretty successful. Like great family, uh, healthy, healthy. Um, he had ice cream trucks, mm. and um, but then he was a, he was a big property uh, advocate, property owner, investor. And I said, Norm, give me one piece of advice, yeah. thinking the lightning bolt was going to come down. And he said, Mark, just answer your phone. And I was like, what a dumb piece of advice. <laughs> what? But he, it's true. And he said, just answer your phone. That's all you've got to do, and and it was literally that advice of just put one foot in front of the other advice, and and it's always rung in the hardest of times. Yeah. For some reason, it resonated with me that in particular, he was like, what, you know, just answer the phone, and I was always like, ah, oh, you know, at times like, and it's like, just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep answering. And the you phone. don't realise at, at the time. You know, that not always the, that. Well, you don't realise at the time that the really hard times. And again, guys, we're talking this morning about what we've learnt um, starting our business when Mark was just twenty-three. Young, so young. And I remember when we were opening the business. Lisa, Mark, was, Lisa was eighteen. <laughs> I was a little bit older. But I remember when we did open the business, and I had said to you, because um, Mark had come out of being the top. New South Wales salesperson for the professionals group at the time. It was Australia. A big, big Australia, big writing agent. And I remember saying to Mark at the time when we had this concept that we were going to open up the business, um, you've run a business before? No. Manage people before? No. Um, know anything about rentals? No. Awesome. Okay, let's go open a business then. That was basically the crux of it. And we were flying by the seat of our pants. We really were. But you have no fear when you're younger. I feel like in many respects you gain it as you get older. Yeah, your balls shrink by 50% every 10, every 10 years. Every 10 years that doesn't they apply shrink to us by girls. 50%. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. So, um, you know, but I'll tell you what it has done. And this is for any of you guys out there that are in business. And listen, we still go through all the trials and tribulations. Trust me, you do get better at dealing with them because you become more resilient. 
And I remember when I came into the business after resilience the, is a beautiful word. After the kids had oh, we're losing our lights. After the kids had you know grown up a little bit and I'd sort of you know gotten them through a lot of their younger years, and I started transitioning more into the business. Um, and I would really take things to heart. You know, someone would leave and I would literally be just, how could they go? We're such good people. It's such a good business. I couldn't believe it. I used to be devastated. Um, but as the years go on, you do get more resilient. You know, you really do. And I, I would have to say that, number one, and number two. Um, Hard work. Yeah, you, it's just, it, it literally is just hard work. Yeah. And then you somehow get a little bit better at working out the balance as the years go by as well. I mean, you were working seven days a week, Mark. Oh, I make no mistake, you're never centred. And that's that's, no. just, that's just a no. dream that never happens. Uh, you're never, like, perfectly centred between uh, work and life or family and business and good and bad. You're never, like, dead centre and just sit there. You're always like, whoa, shit, shit, I'm working too much. And it's <laughs> like, oh, we haven't taken a break in a long time. Like, whoa, I'm taking a holiday. Then when you're... You're on a holiday, like, oh my god, the business is going terrible in your mind. Business is going terrible. Whoa, back, back to doubling down, going, going, yeah, and some things that we did just to better manage that so that there wasn't these, you know, that that kind of um ebb and flow, I guess. Well, it's probably not the right word, but you know, those extremities. What we started to do was we started saying, okay, why don't we, you know, if we had an auction diarised, we were never going to miss that. Um, if we had a birthday diarised, we were never going to miss that. So we just have to start diarising the things in our life that are really important to us so that we do never miss it. Because we'd get through a whole week of work and just go, this is not right. We, we haven't sat down with our kids and had a dinner at the dinner table and it's Sunday. So we started diarising it in. This works for us, guys. Um, we started diarising it in. So we were like, all right, not negotiable. Tuesdays and Fridays, we will be at home and we will sit around a table with our family. Um, on, our, on our mobile phones. No, just joking. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. We don't do that. Just joking. Um, so, but we're also mindful that our kids now are adult children, 17 and 25, and they don't really, they love to hang out with us and they actually look forward to the Tuesdays and the Fridays, but they also don't want to sit around a table with mum and dad for five hours because they've got boyfriends and, you know, things to do. So we go, we just want you guys for two hours. Tuesdays, Fridays, you can bring your boyfriends if you like. We just want you guys for two hours without phones. Um, and they, you know, and it works well for us. It works well for us. And then also we did, when the kids were really young, we did a lot of um, just us on holidays. Yeah. Sounds a bit selfish. But I, but I think I think as a couple... Got to do it. Yeah, I think as a couple to recenter, that was always really nice. So we did some really good trips overseas, only two weeks. Um, grandma's kicked in and looked after the girls and they were, I think they were critical in times where, because, you know, there was that separation, you know, like anxiety that you had from me. And <laughs> continue to. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's, um, as I said, you know, we've learned a lot along the way. You get better at managing things. You do. Um, listening just to, you know, some of our friends, 
just chatting about um, some of the trials and tribulations they have in their businesses, they're all very, very similar, but you do become more resilient and you do just get better at, at managing stuff. As I said, you really do. Stank, so, Stanko says, keep up good work. Živala Serbia. He's in Serbia. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah, moved there when he, when he was when when we were young wow you want to start the business great part of the world fabulous part of the world um all right what else have we learned mark system strategies you get you know i think you're oh, you're a little bit crazy no you're a bit crazier when you're younger oh i got a good one um friends i think having those friends um do you know what friends it's really interesting with friends because they those guys, hard to hard hard to say this, but I'll but I'll say it. Friends, you you attract your friends, and they are attracted. You, you're attracted to them, and they're attracted to you, often for what they represent. And I found like um, I had uh, Ed and Damien, and we <laughs> we decided that we would sit down for breakfast at seven o'clock every Friday non-negotiable so that really like and it was like a uh it was like a retired stockbroker damon was a retailer um hard-working retailer with a lot of stores in clothing and for me that was really cool because it brought that normality back to you know it was well, it wasn't just talking business working yeah. business i could download on those guys on my week and up and or uh, and, and upload what they had to say that really helped me through. So, what I have, to, what I really, really feel strongly about is the people that you surround yourself with, and I think I that agree. they've got to have. Um, you, there's got to be a value proposition on both sides that you offer them and they offer you and boy do they help and they all do a different piece of your life but you know good buddies oh, around you couldn't have said it well like, couldn't have said it better thank you to my honestly buddies. could not have said it better and um and also you know we don't sit around talking business um with our friends either you know at the end of the sometimes. day you just well yeah, sometimes we do different. absolutely yeah. so and also we have different friends from all walks of life some of them aren't in businesses some of them don't work anymore some um you know do work but part-time i've got some girlfriends that have never worked um and have just spent their lives just raising children one of my best girlfriends has got five kids who's got time for a career but she always looks at me and says oh my god like i just idolize you i love what you do i love that you've got this you know this phenomenal career and then you know and i look at her and think wow how amazing that you've spent your whole 50 years at home looking after all of those beautiful children um, and then I've got my other best girlfriend who does run a business and has no children and, you know, great, great conversations there with, you know, with all of them, as Mark said, everyone has something to bring to the table. Um, but would we change a single thing if you could rewind, Mark, back to 23 and take back the number one agent in Australia for the professionals, would you swap it out for what you've done in terms of opening the business? Yeah. Oh, you'd go back to that. It was good. It was look that that was forced. That that decision to start our own business was forced on us. Um, and I remember having a discussion two weeks prior to that. You were going, "Oh, why don't you start your own business?" I'm going, "Are you crazy? I have to worry about all the benefits." And you're like, "Yeah, fair enough, you know." But then two weeks later, like it was forced. It was I was, I was yeah terminated. <laughs> Mark was terminated. Number one agent in the country yeah. for the professionals group. Yeah. 
and he Out got of fired. 700 salespeople, he's number got, one in dollar value and sales volume. That's how it actually all started. That's how it all started. You got but, fired. And, and FYI, Mark was really, really good friends with his boss at the time. Yeah. And they had a fallout and uh, Mark got fired. And so yeah. opening the business was kind of forced upon him. It was like, well, we'll just open our own business. So it's easy. It, it was it, easy. It was juicy. But but I, I think, look, the, the um, make no mistake, your own I, – I, I think whether you have your own ABN or whether you're um, working under someone else's ABN, I think it's always your own business. Do you know what I mean? A lot of our friends have great if careers. You're, if and you're great devoted business. to the cause. Well, yeah, that's your yeah. own business. So yeah, I yeah, think I you know, whether, you work, whether you're working for AMP, and, and, I, and I think also people with their own business, it's always been a – the particularly successful people, it's always been a property play. So it's always been about – like the true wealth has really been has been, yeah. has been earned – by property ownership and property investment from, from most part of people that I know. So I think that, you know, whether you're running your own ABN, your own business, or whether you're working in, a, in un, under someone else's ABN and business, it's still your own business if you take it to heart and you can still get those fruits and that beauty out of that grit and that hard work that we've spoken about and keep making it a property play. Keep investing. That's the main thing. Yep. Well, I wouldn't change a single thing, that's for sure. Um, it's been quite the ride, but there's not a single thing that I would change, not a single thing. And boy, we've learned a lot along the way. We really have. And the nice thing is we didn't lose any friends along the way either. Um, sometimes in business that can happen. Our friends have always been extremely understanding and family, um, you know, have been extremely understanding that we just work ridiculous hours. Our, and, our, our you know, parents have been good. Phenomenal. Our mums are incredible. Like our dads. Um, our dads were around for the first part of it. Actually, it was my dad's, my dad's birthday. Today. Today's my dad's birthday. birthday. Pete. Yeah. Beautiful man. He was a beautiful um, man. But, but I think... I think um, your parents, real parents, were quite entrepreneurial. Um, my mum was quite sort of go go a go getter. Hard worker, Dad yeah. was really conservative, <clears> but <throat> but we couldn't. I must admit, with with them, they even if they didn't agree, they supported the weirdest thing. They told us what they thought, but I know Dad was really conservative about. Oh, they've never gotten involved. No, never. Always been super supportive yeah. and never ever gotten involved. It was more like, you sure? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Rather than, no, you... you They've been scared for us at times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we've gone and done, oh, we bought a, uh, we, we bought a property. They're like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> They've been scared for us that's at times, cool. that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially when we went and bought a beautiful um, big family home and we were 20 or something oh, we were like so yeah oh, i think probably the stupid things was t turning <laughs> up with it was turning up with a this is 20 years ago turning up with a two hundred and sixty thousand dollar car after i'd been in business for nine months um and everyone and it was a was trying to impress me i was it was a seven series Big, long, black seven series. That was twenty years ago. It's like a million bucks today in property <laughs> prices. But at oh, the God. time, I was, you know, oh, I was in the we sales like, career, working, uh, you know, in the professionals, yep. and it was like, you know what? Haven't really done. A, I, I've been working like nuts, and I like this is the one thing I want to do because I love cars. And when I ordered the car at the car show with Lise and Shanee, um, I was like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all good, let's do this. And then little did I know 
that the car had a one-year wait. Little did I know that in that year I was going to be terminated from employment and starting a business. Starting a business so, with zero money and, uh, you know, then and then trying to work out how we were going to open an office with absolutely no money. So, you know, they're the fun times. I mean, you look back now, you have a laugh. It definitely wasn't oh, funny it wasn't, at the no, time. No, it wasn't funny at all because I remember... <laughs> it was I, not funny at the time. I rung my accountant, still my accountant today, and, and I said, Bridget, I said, what do I do about the car? He said, get rid of it. Ring him and ask him how much to get rid of it. And I ring the dealership. I said, how much to get rid of it? They said, we're going to take 10%. So 25 grand is like 100 grand today because probably prices double twice if you look at inflation, blah, blah, blah. And I go, Lise, what do you reckon? And accountant's like, well, you know... I don't reckon you should lose that much money. So he said, accountant said, go and talk to the car dealership and see how long they can keep it for. So then every, I rung the car dealership and they said six months we can keep it for. So I remember <laughs> driving home every night. We had to drive past the dealership. I'd get out like a 20, 23 year old. I'd get out across the road, six lanes of traffic. And I'd stand and I'd look at the seven series from the outside window. Cause it was oh my there. God, and I'd go to the back of it so and I'd go true. to the front of it. And then I'd tell my mate, Pete, I couldn't tell anyone else, but I'd tell Pete, Pete, that black, black car that's in in that's mine and then <laughs> i just can't afford to pick it up they, they waited nine months no they were legends. they kept it in the in the on the floor oh. for nine months and then one day i i, I said the, i said again look we've got to well i've got to dump it or take it we took it i paid for it done next story Oh, so Stupid funny. Stupid so funny. Stuff. But Brendan, I couldn't agree with you more. Running your own business, it is a tough gig. And in all honesty, to all the business owners out there, guys, hats off to you. Hats off to you. We know the trials and tribulations that you go through. No one is immune. No one is immune. And I agree, Brendan. Yes, absolutely. All the business owners and everyone who works hard, you deserve all the success that you get. I could not agree more. That's been a really long show. Um, I just want to make mention, guys, tomorrow we have a beautiful big auction, 8 Farnell Street down on Curl Curl Beachfront. Oh. Um, you have seen this all over our social media. And next Friday we've got a very special show because I have four amazing women um, I did an auction a couple of months back for some girls and guys to come and spend a day with me. That's happening next Friday. Um, so stay tuned because we're going to get those girls. I don't know it yet, but we're going to get them on our lives first thing in the morning next Friday. Bye. See you guys.